You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back for another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. The tastiest protein bar that there is. Daniel and I just got a new shipment of protein bars from Built Bar. And every time they right. show up, mm, it's good. good. Mm. How's that keto working for you, Clint? The you keto? still working on that keto? Oh, I'm you still, still hitting that thing? I'm still hitting that keto. up. I ain't changed. Built Bar wow. just come bringing me the things that are keto-friendly. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, sure. Fear not. But hey, if you were new to the podcast, we're glad you're here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. And you have found the only place... On the planet, because Daniel and I scour podcasts. We're pad mm. junkies, okay? Sure. Um, yeah, this I'm, is, I'm so curious what the niche is that we're filling, Clint. <laughs> Please do tell. The, the, the niche that we are filling is, Daniel, we're the only podcast that will talk like fans talk, not like some blowhard who tries to impress you. They're better than you. That's not what wow. we're about here. Sorry, that well, was. We, we that certainly was, don't. We certainly don't think we're better than you. No, no. Yeah. Let us let us just no. get back to this. Daniel and I are first fans. That's what we are. That's right. Uh, we care about the things that you care about as a fan because we are fans. We have two mics in front of us uh, because we started this podcast as friends do, talking about UGA football and basketball, spiraled into what you have today on Locked On Bulldogs, uh, and we just made it a full time thing. So we're here to increase your fandom as you increase our fandom. That's correct. Welcome. Glad that you're here. If you're new to the show, thanks for uh, listening and tuning in. Um, We are here five days a week. And so if you just hit that subscribe button on whatever the app that you're listening to right now is, that would help us out a tremendous amount. Just make sure the podcast gets to your device of choice. Each and every day, all five days, we'll be here every single day this week. we got a bunch of good stuff planned for you. And so we hope that you'll join us for all those episodes, some more all-decade teams, maybe a little bit of this or that. Uh, We'll be back to the countdown, 25 most exciting players for the upcoming season. And we might have a special guest still working on that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, stay tuned, Uh, but we'll see if we can get that done. Uh, If you're old to the show and you like the show, just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really is the only thing that we're going to ask you to do. We're never going to ask you for money. Or try to lure you behind some paywall because we think that's creepy. And we again, we don't think we're better than you. And so um, if you do just give us a five-star rating, if you like the podcast, we're not asking you to lie. But if you do like the show, then let people know that you like the show because that helps other people find the show. And when other people find the show, it helps us out. And so thank you to all of you who are here. Um, uh, thank you to all of us who have um, hit us up on Twitter. You can do that at Dogs Podcast. Go follow us over there and message us. We would love to hear from you. Thanks to all of you who um, uh, email us every week. We appreciate getting those and reading those. If we haven't responded, we do read them um, and um, we will respond. Just give us some time to, to catch up. To those, but you can email us at lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. We would love to uh, interact with you. If you've got thoughts and ideas for things that you want to see on the show, um, uh, hit us up with those and we would love to incorporate your ideas because, as Clint said, we're all just Georgia fans trying to get to another football season. Um, and let me be the first, Clint, before you even jump in here. Oh, oh, oh okay. Let me be the first to say 
publicly on here on the podcast. Thank you. The basketball season is dead. Oh. It's dead and gone. Mm. It's over. Mm. I would say we had a good run, but we didn't. We had a really crappy run. It was awful. We Just did like, not enjoy. We did not enjoy it. Next it was time, not enjoyable. Next time it comes around, Daniel. This time next year, when we we're supposed sure. to get excited about basketball again, wait for the stoic tone I won't of my ap- voice. I won't apologize. I won't apologize to anyone for having hope, for having optimism. I won't apologize to anyone for appreciating and for wanting my team, Daniel. Why can't we, we just go. be good at basketball? Why? 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 The NCAA tournament is the greatest sporting event in the world. Why can't we just participate in it? I'm I don't clueless. know. Uh, listen, a basketball postmortem is coming. We will bury the 2020 basketball season and we will give its eulogy and it will not be flattering. No, but, we uh, won't. That's coming, but it's, it's not coming today. But we're what not going to talk about the fact that Georgia lost to Florida. We're over talking the weekend. about it right now. Right now, we're talking. No, about we're it. not going to. I'm telling people we're not going to talk about that because uh, because it's just it was it was as apropos of a loss as you could ever you could ever have for this Georgia basketball team. We're just not good. We're not good enough. That's the simple that's the simple math of it. We're not good enough, and I wish we were better. And we'll talk more later about how I believe we can become better. But for today, Clint, we got we got a bunch of news. We got a bunch of kind of hodgepodge of football related mm-hmm. topics that mm-hmm. we are going to get to uh for the people. And so let's put that nastiness of the basketball season behind us. I've already okay. have. Okay. Great. Uh what do you want to what do you want to start with first? There's a long list of things here in front of me. What what's the thing that we need to kick the show off with? Uh, Daniel, you know what I appreciate about Daniel? The behind the scenes of the pre-production notes that him and I share and sometimes we don't share with each other, talk about I just kind of throw them up there. There's no behind the curtain with Daniel. It's like a, a transparent plexiglass for a hood. He's just letting you all see what am the, I, the inners. What am I trying to what am I trying to hide? <laughs> uh, there is a smattering, some may say, Daniel, a litany of lists. Uh we're gonna recap some football news. So is there, here's what we're gonna get to today. Uh G Day has been announced for April seventeenth with a cap of twenty to twenty five thousand, Daniel. Ten bucks a ticket, proceeds going to charity. Uh yep. okay. All I heard you say yes. was football's coming. Football that's, coming. That's that's literally the only words that I heard come out of your mouth. By the way, September fourth, um, before we hit the chilies up for appetizers. And by the way, what uh-huh. was the bet that that we had? Who's who's paying what, for apps? What was the bet? I think I'm paying what for was, apps. I, I think, think you are. The, I, think I think I, I won it. it the, but it was the Milton Zeus. Bet. Oh yeah, was it that? Was it the running back bet? I won that one easily. Some I, I don't know. I don't remember what the bet. Is. Some listener, help us out. Hey, I'm, I'm ninety percent sure. Do your job. Do your job. What was what was the bet? I'm pretty sure I won it. You won it. Clint's so paying, I'm, I'm paying Clint's for paying for all them appetizers. <laughs> but what are we gonna do first, Clint? Uh, I hop is what I'm thinking. I, what? <laughs> um, no, April seventeenth. We have G Day because it's coming. Which leads to Clemson September fourth. Could not be more excited. Twenty to twenty five thousand of you fortunate souls will be there for it. Glad you will be there for it, Daniel. With that in mind, we have some spring battles. I want to talk about who we think we're going to see at the key positions, and there are really two key positions to me on this team. Uh, we return sixteen of twenty two starters. 
Uh, okay. Kirby Smart has one of his most seniored defenses ever. We have one of the most seniored quarterbacks for Kirby Smart. Oh, wait. Uh, it's because it's the only senior quarterback that's really stayed all the way through. Jake Fromm, not considered in this one because he, he, he wasn't there, Daniel, to the point of staying all those years. And even if he did, well, it, it didn't, well, it didn't end well. well. See what had happened. What was, had happened it was it, it was worse. It was the, 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 so, thir- the third season than it was the second. We'll talk about the sixteen um, and the twenty-two that are back, uh, and we're going to talk about tackle and cornerback depth, Daniel, because those are the two most important aspects. Biggest question marks heading into this spring? Would you say not? I think, without a doubt, the biggest question marks. Several things to discuss. A lot of it'll be interesting. Spring practice get kicked off. Uh, here in a minute and uh, we'll get to see some of these guys on the field but we will give some prognostications about those various position group battles and we will get started on all that uh, right after this but first we should we, we should go back to the keto diet Clint that you're doing mm. um, on a scale of one to ten how miserable how miserable are you? Tell the people. One, Daniel. It's not miserable at all. It's You've, delicious and exciting. I love it. I, I'm a sick freak. I love it. You are a sick freak. But <laughs> one thing that does make any miserable diet more tolerable is when you find those rare hidden gems, the great tasting foods that somehow fit within your diet. It's like you remember the episode of Seinfeld where – the frozen yogurt is fat-free, and no one can believe that it's fat-free. And then all of a sudden, Jerry and his friends begin to gain weight and uh, start to wonder what's happening, and they realize the yogurt's not fat-free. That's that's like Built Bar. It's the tastiest protein bar on the market, except it really is good for you. It's low in sugar. It's high in fiber. It's high in protein. Uh, it is uh, keto-friendly. It's a great meal replacement bar. It's a great pre- or post-workout bar. Uh, have one on your way to work. They come in a million great flavors. As Clint and I said, we just got a brand new box sent to us. And I'm telling you, these flavors just keep getting better and better. And so go to BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On. You're going to get 20% off your order, and you're going to get delicious-tasting, good-for-you protein bars, soft, chewy, and delicious, uh, sent right to your door. BuiltBar.com, the tastiest protein bar that there is. Enter the promo code Locked On for 20% off your order. All right, Daniel, let's start with where you want to start, cornerback or tackle for segment two? Let's start with the one that I'm most nervous about, Mm. Clint, and I'm going to let you guess which one that is. Mm. Uh, it's It's the wide receiver position and depth there. Do we have enough speedster for wide receiver depth no no it's not that no No, we're doing fine it must be that the rest of the league in which we play in and start with has just as much depth at wide receiver and so maybe those defending the pass Mm. bring you a little consternation daniel is it a do do they do they still like to throw the ball in the in the uh in the american football these days is that the way the game has gone is Uh, it yeah daniel i think what some may call a revolution has happened Within mm, the game, nine, 
1982 called and it said, "What's this I'm watching?" It doesn't not it does when not we resemble. Said, when we said forward pass, we didn't mean this this molestation on the game. What? How yeah. dare you? How dare you, sir? Um, uh, September fourth, previously mentioned September fourth, Georgia rolls into Charlotte, North Carolina, to face DJ Uangalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal
at uh, corner coming into this year? Uh, Nylon Green, Jalen Kimber. Uh, and by the way, what did I see? I saw somewhere um, they were doing that, you know, the, the GPS on the pads. Arian Smith out there running 23 miles per hour. Daniel, 23 miles per hour. You know, he, Kilo- Arian Smith would get pulled over on the street that I live on. <laughs> Just, Just you understand, that- out for a run. Okay. Out for out for oh. a run and the and they said no if Athens PD were oh, in Nashville like you understand he would be facing felony speeding charges he would be by the way real quick Athens PD if you're listening to this podcast stop, stop. listening to this podcast stop listening to this podcast we do not want not your downloads here. nope no remember nope. when we said subscribe unsubscribe unsubscribe leave us a one star just so we know where you're at trevor um <laughs> Also, uh, Keely Ringo decided to go ahead and get twenty-two point eight miles per hour. So, oh, they quick. They got some. They got so some yes. quickness. Uh, Kimber Green Ringo are the top returners. So, Daniel, I ask you: Are you so bold as to make a declaration as to who are going to be the two starting corners coming out? And we could add we could add Amir Speed onto this list. I think. Yeah. I think we I think we probably should add Amir Speed onto this list because he will be one of the starting corners. There we go. Against Clemson. Um so I I do think the other starting corner will be one of those three guys with maybe just a little bit of True freshman David Daniel, don't just don't. I'm not telling you that he's going to rise up and 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 steal somebody's job here. Okay, but um, keep an eye. Just keep a keep a sharp eye. You you have to give the edge, I think, to Keely Ringo Have-to. if corner is going to be the position that the that the coaching staff likes him in like oh. if if they don't like him more in a star role or in uh a safety no, role no, you keep him so, you keep him on that corner coaching staff dan you now, keep him over in that corner you hear some things and you, you know part of the things that you mm-hmm. sometimes hear are um but i, I agree Maybe, but they see they certainly see a lot more of him than we do, sure, uh, and, sure. and see a lot more tape on him than than we do. But I think if corners where he's because though he was injured for a good part of the year last year, he was in the system, he was in the meetings, he's he's got the terminology now. So does Jalen Kimber, mm-hmm. both redshirt mm-hmm. freshmen coming in this year. But you have to give those two guys, I think, the edge over a guy like Nylon Green, especially for an early start. Um, because the as long as Keith Ringo is healthy, which we're hearing that he's healthy, then um, physical limitations shouldn't be a problem, and mental reps, uh, understanding of the scheme also shouldn't be a problem, which will put them significantly ahead. I think of Nylon Green. Look, I'm gonna let you guys know this right now. Uh, Nylon Green, I'm all in on. The more I watch of this kid, the more I am hungry to see him play. And yet, with that being said, Nylon Green fan club starting right here, like Nicobe Dean was for me a couple years ago. With that being said, I completely agree. Uh, Kimber and Ringo have the edge, uh, and they should win it. I, I think Green going to get some run, though. 
uh, a lot of run in the secondary. Could I, I just sorry. throw in a, a major, a major, not so fast? Just Give it to me. Transfer is a huge factor. Oh Here. yes, let the us, starting let us corner. State. And listen, maybe maybe he comes from West Virginia. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he comes from somewhere else. But don't the transfer market is not closed. All of the scholarship players that will play for Georgia this fall are not currently, um, are not currently involved on the team. They're not even currently signed with the team. There will be additions, and I'd be shocked if one of those additions does not play corner. And you think about DJ Daniel coming into a cornerback corner room that had Tyson Campbell and Eric Stokes in it. But you don't go get DJ Daniel if you're not going to play him. And sure enough, Kirby Smart intended to play him. And so That's right. I think when you see them sign a corner, sure, it will be to provide depth. But I think given that it's the right guy, that might be your guy right there. And you might have now a transfer sudden. and a mere speed starting at corner. And none of the freshmen, all, all the, the freshmen, freshmen are coming are, off the bench. Uh-huh. They go in, they go in the past situation. They're going to star. We got a whole lot of options. Uh, hey, we're going to come back right after this and talk about tackle, offensive tackle. But first, here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to get oh, out your calendar. Get bossy. I'm, I am, I am getting bossy. I want you to get your calendar out, Daniel. Okay, I don't. I don't. You mean my phone? I don't I, know what I, I year do, do you think this I is. Do, I do. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> say bust get, out my. I didn't my say. Pilot? No, I didn't say get your paper out, Daniel. I said get your calendar out. Okay. Okay. Great. Once uh, you go to March. Okay. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I want you to circle the whole month and say okay. bet lots of money is what I want you to do. Sure. Okay. Because it's March Madness and bets are coming, y'all. If you don't understand what we're talking about, get over to betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. There are going to be so many games. Block out PTO. You have a sprained ankle. Your kid is oh, sick. Man. Your car is going COVID up. Concerns. Co- COVID I am. Concerns. I, you Quarantine. Know I respectfully have decided to sit out the rest of the season. Lock it down. Because of COVID concerns. You get your your backside into your house and you go to betonline.ag and you bet on these basketball games that are coming up. You go right now over there. You let them know we sent you by putting locked on in the promo code. You're going to get 50% of whatever you deposit on top of that. So if you put 100 bucks in, you'll get 150 total. You put 200 bucks in, you'll get 200 plus 100. Betonline.ag will give you for a total of 300. Get over there. They're giving away free money. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on into the promo code. BetOnline.ag, your sports book experts. Offensive tackle, mm-hmm. Clint. Um, not as big of a concern as corner, but um, still a concern in my book, Daniel. Because does JT does is JT Daniels' left knee important to you or not important to you uh, on a scale of one to ten? There has never been. I don't know the Compare exact it to measurement. your own children. Yeah. I, I've never. I don't know the exact <laughs> measurement. My guess is, let's say five centimeters, five millimeters of uh-huh. tendon. The five uh-huh. millimeters of tendon on the outside of JT Daniels' knee is more crucial than many, many other things in my life. Okay? Correct. Okay. Correct. So, no, the people responsible in large part for sure. that five millimeters of tendon, they play the offensive tackle position. And, um, and again, Georgia 
losing a bit of uh, depth in this position. Now, some of it is a little bit misleading because Georgia's starting left tackle for basically the entire season is, in fact, back next season. And maybe Jamari Sawyer will just slip right back in there and continue to play tackle. I would say he played fine at tackle this season. Admirably, maybe. But I think everyone knows that if Jamari Sawyer wants to make money, that he needs to be playing guard. And I assume that that's why he came back to school, was so that he could make more money. There you go. Um, So we are operating under the assumption on this podcast that um, Jamari Sawyer is not going to be the starting offensive tackle. No. Which leaves... um, Several, I will say several, very intriguing candidates. Sure. Clint. Um, Where do you want to start on this list? There's, uh, let's see, Xavier Truss. Yep. uh, Warren McClendon. Mm Mm-hmm. We got um, uh, Broderick Jones. Oh, yeah. We got Tate Ratledge. Come on now. Another, Another redshirt freshman. And then we got the true freshman Mims Correct. coming on to campus, um, already enrolled as an early enrollee, so already there, uh, getting reps, but is a bit behind uh, some of these other guys, significantly behind guys like Xavier Truss and Warren McClendon. So, Clint, uh, you got a mix of old and new, mm-hmm. You got a, but... You got a mix of some that are relatively proven. I would say Warren McClendon, a relatively proven commodity. I think that's very true. I I think he played beyond admirably at the tail end of the season. I was very happy with him. You pencil him at right tackle. I I feel great about the tackle position going forward. I'm not worried about that at all, Daniel. Yeah, Owen Condon. Are we are we are we leaving him off this list? I I'm, think I'm leaving. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I think he's a factor. I think Owen Condon is a factor uh, in this uh, it, uh, on this on this list. But um, so, who do you like then at 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 left tackle starting against Clemson? You got Xavier Truss, who got some run, and to be honest, he looked ginormous. Yep, I'll say that, and he looked like smaller players understood that he was ginormous and they just i think somebody ran between his legs at one point and got into the backfield i don't know what happened but um looked a little slow looked a little bit um maybe technique wasn't the best um do you like him to earn that spot he's been on campus the longest Uh, this will be his uh this will be his third year i believe on campus or do Mm -hmm. you like one of the young guys Roderick Jones, Tate Ratledge, uh, or Marius Mims to come in and steal the job. Look, I, gosh, do there's part of me that wants Xavier Truss to go ahead and just lock this down. Okay, yeah, I, I like the idea. Big old dude. He he's, doesn't Big have that. Big old dude doesn't have that concern. Andre Giant type size. So I get that. I understand. Uh, but Daniel, I, I want if. If what we think this offense is going to be this year, I want somebody that's got more skill than size. And by the way, when we're talking about size, we're talking about Mims, Jones, and Ratledge that are all giants in their own right. Okay, so it's not like we're dropping off to 6'1", 290, all right? 
Uh, Amarius Mims, just to be clear, Amarius Mims is listed the exact same height and weight as Xavier Trust there we on go. the depth chart. There we go. He's eighteen. He's an eighteen-year-old, eighteen-year-old boy. Sure. <laughs> you you go tell that to him. No. Well, he wouldn't be able to hear me from all the way down here, so it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. Wouldn't necessarily wouldn't matter. Wouldn't him. Uh, no, Daniel. I I want to say I trust trust, but I I can't. I can't mm. do it. Well, it's hard to say because trust and trust sounds very so similar. Like and so yeah. Give me one of the to, new guys. I, my my money is on Broderick Jones to win this job. My money, if I'm a betting guy, which I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> give me Broderick Jones to win this starting job. Um. I think I think the person that by midseason I would have the most confidence is starting somewhere on the offensive line. Okay. Of Tate Ratledge, Broderick Jones, and Amarius Mims. The person that by midseason I have the most confidence is starting somewhere on the offensive line. I think it's Tate Ratledge, Clint. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So hmm. um health. Pending his health, uh, had an injury at the end of last season. So assuming everything is okay there and he would be a full go. I think he's a candidate for right tackle. Okay. Um, I think he's a candidate to overtake somebody and win that job by the end of the year, Hmm. by the middle of the year. And then, yeah, I like, I like Jones, um, or Truss to win the, listen to me. Okay. I do not want a true freshman left tackle. I don't want him. I don't care how good Amarius Mims is. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I don't want it. Does it, if if he's that good, then put him at right tackle. That's what that's what I'm going to say. If he's that good, and you have to play him, put him at right tackle. But I need one of these guys that's been on campus for at least a year to win that left tackle job. I need it. I need that to happen. And I would rather if Amarius Mims. I'll go. say this. Here we go. If Amarius Mims mm-hmm. and Owen Condon are the two best offensive linemen that coming out of fall camp, okay. If that's if that's what the coaching staff sees, and they're the two best tackles, not the two best offensive linemen, but they're the two best tackles coming out of camp. I want Owen Condon starting on the left side. And mm. Amarius Mims on the right side. That's how I feel. I don't want a true freshman. Because the last time um, so we did it was so awful. Same with a- Andrew Thomas started at right tackle his freshman year. He And Isaiah Wynn started at left tackle. So, um, you were saying. <laughs> Which is exactly what I propose uh, in, this, in this exact scenario. I want one of these guys that's been on campus for a year. Uh, that's that has faced college level D linemen for a full season. I want them to play left tackle because there is something very different about this game versus the high school game. And we can't afford any growing pains, Clint, because no. that tendon. Nope, nope, nope. Five millimeters of is, hope is just is sitting right back there. <laughs> My gosh, if that's not the subtitle for the book about Georgia football, five millimeters of hope. Um, uh, all right, 
We've got a bunch of stuff planned for the rest of the week. We're getting back into the all-decade teams tomorrow. So join us for that uh, as we talk about the offense in the 90s. Some star power uh, on this uh, on this roster. Uh, join us then. See if your favorite players made the list. And we will talk to you guys on Tuesday. See you.